Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. People often ask me, I've had them through the years to ask me about studying the Bible, how to study the Bible. So, and I have many suggestions, but there's one above all others that I always suggest, and I want to present it to you, amen, as I have in times past. As a believer, as a Christian, may I suggest to you to follow this method as you go through the New Testament, primarily the epistles. First of all, live in the epistles. Now why? Because those are the letters that are written to you. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, In Him, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it that he, Christ, might sanctify it. Glory to God. And cleanse it. How does he do it? With the washing of water by the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That he might present it. He's going to do it. Not you. That he might present it to himself a glorious church. Hallelujah. You know, I know I'm not perfect. I wonder about you. But I'll tell you, I'm so glad that God don't see me the way you do. I'm glad that he sees me in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That he might present it. Not that we'll present ourselves. Well, that's the reason we're going to have to go through the tribulation, some folks said. So the tribulation will purify us. My Bible says that he's going to do it. Jesus is not tribulation. Jesus is going to do it. Present it to himself. A glorious church. Not having spot or wrinkle any such thing, but should be holy without blemish. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. But you see, a lack of understanding of our place in him and his place in us often hinders us, keeps us from success throttles our faith and is the reason for unbelief. People often ask me, I've had them through the years to ask me about studying the Bible, how to study the Bible. So and I have many suggestions, but there's one above all others that I always suggest. And I want to present it to you, amen, as I have in time past. As a believer, as a Christian, may I suggest to you to follow this method as you go through the New Testament, primarily the epistles. First of all, live in the epistles. Now why? Because those are the letters that are written to you. One could never be a successful Christian and live in the four Gospels. If you only read the four Gospels and just lived in them, then you wouldn't even know why Jesus came. Now you think you would, Because you've already read the epistles and know why it came. But do you think that you'd know more if you hadn't read the rest of it, that you'd know more than the apostles did that walked with Jesus for three and a half years almost? 
They were right with him every day for over three years. And they didn't know why he died. See, you do because you read the epistles. But you don't know why he died by reading the gospels. The four gospels have to do with his life, with his burial, with his death, with his resurrection. But in the letters written to the church, they tell us exactly why he died. Hallelujah. Now look at Galatians, the first chapter, the 11th verse. Paul said, writing to the churches in Galatia, the gospel, 11th verse, which was preached to me is not after man. Verse 12. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now in the four gospels, you see him on the cross. You see him die. You see him buried. You see him raised again. But in the epistles, you find out what happened the moment he died, where he went and what he did. You also find out what happened to him after he was raised from the dead. The first thing that he did before he permitted folks to touch him, because you remember when Mary continued, Peter and John went away and Mary stayed there, and Jesus appeared to her. And he said, touch me not. Touch me not. Now why? Luke 24, 39 put it this way. He said, touch me not. We'll get to this verse in a minute. First there in John, he said, touch me not. Now why? I've not yet ascended. I've not yet ascended to my Father and to your Father, to my God and your God. But in Luke 24, 39 now, when he appeared to the disciples, he said, handle me. In other words, touch me, handle me, and see. They thought it was a spirit, a ghost that appeared to them. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye see me have. Now why would he say to Mary, the first person that saw him, don't touch me, and a little later on the same day, at evening the same day, he appeared to the disciples and said, touch me, handle me or touch me. So you can see I'm flesh and bone. Well, thank God for the epistles. Hallelujah. It's in the epistles written to the Hebrew Christians that we find out what happened between these two appearances. When he appeared to Mary and said, don't touch me. When he appeared to the disciples and said, touch me. The word of God says in the book of Hebrews that he entered into the heavenly holies of holies once and for all. Hallelujah. Once and for all. The book of Hebrews said he entered in with his own blood once and for all to obtain an eternal redemption for us. Yes. He did it once and for all. Don't have to be done again. Don't have to be done again. He entered in to the heavenly holders of holies with his own blood to obtain an eternal redemption for us. Now that's the reason I take umbrage to anybody that appear with blood appears on the hands. It's not the blood of Jesus. I said it's not the blood of Jesus. He entered in with his blood once and for all. Once and for all. Once and for all. Once and for all. 
Well, somebody said, that's a sign to you, though. I don't need any sign. I've got his word for it. Don't need that sign. And you find no such signs corroborated by the scriptures. Amen. That's the reason I take umbrage for those dear ones, bless their darling hearts, that's gotten over into witchcraft and evil spirits and don't know it. Amen. And by, by some of their own record, I've read them for years, nothing new. And the, the, the sign, they say, of the, their, their hands being pierced. Like one person said, a dark image appeared and thrust a spear in their side. You don't have to have any spear thrust in your side. It's unscriptural. I said, it's unscriptural. No. Jesus entered in once and for all with his own blood to obtain an eternal redemption for us. Hallelujah. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless God both now and forevermore. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now I just wanted to make that point. To encourage you as a Christian, as a believer. And I'll tell you, if those dear ones had spent their time in the epistles, they'd have known, praise God, what's bought and paid for and done and belongs to you. I didn't say you wasn't supposed to read the Bible elsewhere. I didn't say you wasn't supposed to study the Old Testament. I said, don't spend most of your time there. Now, within the last year, I've read the whole Bible through once. Psalms and Proverbs through twice and the New Testament through twice. But just reading, just reading. You need to do more than just read. But you'll find, you can look at this Bible, you can see it's always more worn in these letters written to the epistles. That's where I study. That's where I live. Praise God forevermore. Now then, I made reference to the fact that here's one way to study I made reference to it before that years ago, 1933, when I was on the bed of sickness and I spent 16 months bed fast, I heard a Methodist minister on the radio say from Dallas, KRLD, in those days radio revival was on, Brother W.E. Hawkins. And he said it would pay any Christian and every Christian to go through the New Testament, primarily the epistles, and underlined with a red pencil or else write out every one of the scriptures in Christ, in whom, and in him. And then he said, begin to confess that's who I am and what I have. Well, you will find it's over 140 such verses altogether in the New Testament, most of them in the epistles. Now, however, some of them just make mention in Christ and doesn't really tell you anything you have. For instance, Paul writing a letter said, I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, that's an expression in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, but it's just a greeting. It doesn't tell you anything that's yours because you're in Christ. There are close to 130 of the expressions throughout the epistles which do tell you something that you have because you're in Christ, or they at least infer what you are because you're in Him, in whom, and in Christ. 
You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Oh, wow. Well, first of all, my CD on success. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. She goes through the Word of God and reading scriptures on success. They got some songs in there. It's a really upbeat, upbeat deal. In fact, it's a good, it's a good thing to re- to listen to in driving to work in the morning time. That's right. And you know, I don't know about you, but the enemy is was always just bombarding my mind with, you'll never be able to make it today. All that you have to do, it's not going to happen. And you know, I took the scripture, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. Yeah. And you know, it has many, many scriptures like that. Well, we can't talk about it too long. We've got know, a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Okay, here's Faith Food, Daily Devotions for Winter. Okay. So that's good. Uh, Your CD, A Place Called There. Oh, that's a good one. It's very good. And uh, your dad's book on following God's plan for oh, yeah. your life. We were life. talking about that God's plan really for good. your life, and that, that dad yes. wrote that book about that. Well, honey, we haven't told them what this bundle cost. Well, it's eighteen ninety-five, which is fifty percent off, because the retail value is thirty-six dollars and ninety cents. So that is fifty percent off. Oh yeah. That's a good bargain. That is a good Plus bargain. Plus the bag. Plus right? the bag. Amen. All right. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series, In Him. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.